Serena anajua Kiswahili. Asante. Amen. Bwana asifiwe. Amen. I'm very thankful to be here with you all today. Ah, ninashukuru sana kuwepo mahali hapa pamoja nanyi asubuhi ya leo. Uh, wasn't really expecting to share, but when I heard Pastor Helfon reach out to me, uh, the Lord gave me a word for today. Sikutegemea kama ningeshikuwa mshirikishaji asubuhi ya leo, lakini mchungaji tulipowasiliana naye, nikamwomba Bwana akanipatia neno kwa ajili ya asubuhi ya leo. As I was thinking about what to say today, um, the, the words time is running out came out of my spirit. Nikaanza kutafakari nitashirikisha nini na muda ukaanza kwenda au muda ukawa unakimbia lakini roho akanipatia kitu. Um, as you can tell looking at the world tunapoangalia ulimwengu there's a lot of crazy things that's happening in the world right. Kuna mambo ya ajabu ajabu sana yanatokea ulimwenguni. And I feel sense of urgency in my spirit. Na pia najisikia ndani yangu kama kuna uharaka ndani ya nafsi yangu that time is running out. Wapendwa hatuna muda. Jesus is coming back soon. Bwana Yesu punde tu au haraka sana atarudi. We're living in the last of the last. Watakatifu tunaishi katika nyakati za mwisho za mwisho sana. And it's, uh, it's time for us as a church Sasa, sisi kama kanisa, to increase tukue, our witness to the people. Ya kwamba wetu kwa watu. So the Lord gave me time, the title of my message is the time is running out. Warn the people. Before I start I just want to pray. Father, I thank you for today. This is the day you have made. We will rejoice today glad in Father, I thank you. For sending me to Zanzibar. Father, I thank you. Baba ninakushukuru for saving the people that stand in front of me. Kuwaokoa watu hata hao waliokaa mbele yangu. Holy Spirit. Roho mtakatifu. Have your way this morning. Baba karibu uwe na njia asubuhi ya leo. I'm just a willing vessel. Baba mimi ni chombo tu unitumie. So we just give you glory and give you honor today Lord. Yesu nakupa utukufu na heshima asubuhi ya leo. Everything we have is yours. Baba karibu we do not own anything. Our salvation comes from you. Everything we have comes from you. Father, I pray for a holy boldness. To come to this church. Right now. Any spirit of fear. Leaves now. Any spirit of heaviness. Leaves now. In the name of Jesus. Kwa jina la Yesu. In Jesus name. Kwa jina la Yesu. Amen. 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 So, before I get into the scriptures that the Lord placed in my heart. Ah, kabla sijaleta ule ujumbe ambao Bwana ameweka kwenye moyo wangu. When you read the book of Acts. Tunaposoma kwenye kitabu cha matendo ya mitume. In Acts chapter 28. Kwenye sura ya 28. I come to find out there's no ending. Sioni kama kuna mwisho pale. 
So actually, the Acts is a continuation. Nataka nisemea kwamba kitabu cha matendo mitume ni kitabu kinachoendelea. Right now we're living in Acts chapter 29. Wapendwa sasa hivi tunaishi kwenye kitabu cha matendo ya mitume sura ile ya 29. You might say it's only 28. Ah, unaweza kaniambia mchungaji kuna sura ya 28 imeishia. But I say there's no ending in that. Nataka nikwambie hakuna mwisho kwenye sura ile ya 28 pale bado inaendelea. There was no conclusion in the book. Hakuna itimisho kwenye kitabu cha matendo ya mitume. The Holy Spirit didn't die in the book of Acts. Roho Mtakatifu bado hajamaliza kwa matendo ya mitume. The Spirit didn't leave after the book of Acts. Watu Roho Mtakatifu bado anaishi na anatenda kazi baada ya kitabu cha matendo ya mitume. The Holy Spirit was continuing to move. Roho Mtakatifu bado anaendelea. He continued to move throughout the whole earth. Anaendelea bado limwanguni mote. We are all witnesses of the Holy Spirit. Wapenda sisi wote hapa ni mashahidi wa Roho Mtakatifu. The reason why I'm standing here you stand here is because of the Holy Spirit. Ni kwa sababu wewe uko hapa na mimi nimesimama hapa ni kwa sababu ya Roho Mtakatifu. The gifts of the Spirit didn't die with the last apostle. Roho Mtakatifu hakumaliza kwa yule mtume wa mwisho. The gifts of the Spirit is at this now. Vipao vya Roho Mtakatifu havijamaliza pale hata hapa vipo pia. It's time for us to stand up. Wapendwa, ni nyakati au ni muda wetu sisi kama kanisa kusimama. Sisi hapo kwanza wote hatukuokoka kweli. A lot of Zan- a lot of people in Zanzibar are lost. Watu wengi nataka niwaambie hapa visiwani kwetu wamepotea. A lot of people in Zanzibar do not know Jesus. Watu wengi visiwani hawamjui Yesu. They just know Jesus as a prophet. Wanajisema kwamba Yesu ni kama miongoni mwa mitume manabii. But we know Jesus more than that. Lakini sisi tunamjua Yesu zaidi ya hicho. That he came. Ya kwamba amekuja. And became sin for us. Akafanyika kuwa dhambi kwa ajili yetu. And hung on the cross to be our sacrifice. Alikwenda pale msalabani amekuwa kama dhabihu yangu na yako pia. So we become so we can become a new person. Ili kwamba sisi tufanyike kwa viumbe vipya. Not only did he die. Si tu kwamba amekufa. He rose. Lakini pia akafufuka. That mean when he died. Nataka nisemwe kwamba alipokufa, you died. Wewe umekufa. I died. Mimi nimekufa. But good news. Lakini habari njema ni hii. He rose. Alipofufuka, I rose. Ya kwamba mimi nimefufuka. Lakini na wewe pia umefufuka. So you have to make it personal. Ya kwamba wewe upate kuwa mtu kamili. Haleluya. So he told me. Sasa kaniambia, we have to warn the people. Sisi lazima tuwapate watu. The time. Ya kwamba muda wetu is running out. Muda umekwisha. I want you to turn to Ezekiel. Hebu twende kwa kitabu cha Ezekiel, chapter 33. Sura ya 33. And I want read eight, eight verses. Chapter I mean verse 1 through 9. That's a book which we study. Huh? Oh, it is. Yeah, sure. Wow. This morning we were talking about the Holy Spirit. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel right. chapter 23. 33. 33. Uh, rather 33 sorry. Ezekiel 33 ni pili 23 samahani. 33 33 verse 1 1 9. Nitasoma kama ilivyoandikwa kwenye kitabu cha Ezekiel sura ile ya 33 na ule mstari wa kwanza. Neno la Bwana likanijia kusema wanadamu sama na wana wa watu wako waambie hapo nitakapoleta upanga juu ya nchi watu wa nchi hiyo wakimtwaa mtu mmoja miongoni mwao na kumweka awe mlinzi wao ikiwa anaogopa ikiwa anao, ikiwa aonapo upanga unakuja juu ya nchi hiyo apige mtu a, a, apiga apiga tarumbeta 
na kuwaonya watu basi mtu awaye yote asikiae sauti ya tarumbeta wala haonywi upanga ukija na kumuondoa damu yake itakuwa juu ya kichwa chake mwenyewe alisikia alisikia sauti ya tarumbeta wala hakuona hakuonywa damu yake itakuwa juu yake lakini kama angalionywa angalijiokoa roho yake bali mlinzi akiona upanga unakuja kama hapigi tarumbeta wala watu hawakuonywa na upanga ukawa unamuondoa mtu awaye yote miongoni mwao ameondolewa huyo katika uovu wake lakini damu yake itata, ita, lakini damu yake nitaitaka mkononi mwa mlinzi huyo basi wewe mwanadamu nimekuweka kuwa mlinzi wa nyumba ya Israeli basi ulisikie neno hili vinywani mwangu ukawape maonyo yangu ni hapo mtu ambaye ewe mtu mbaya hakika utakufa nawe husemi neno la kumuonya mtu huyo aiache njia yake mbaya njia yake njia mtu mbaya huyo atakufa katika uovu wake lakini damu yake nitaitaka mkononi mwako walakini ukimuona mtu mbaya kwa sababu ya njia yake kusudi aiache wala yeye asiache atakufa huyo katika uovu wake lakini wewe umejiokoa na roho yako So when you read those passages of scripture Tunaposoma maandiko haya us as a watchman Sisi ametuweka kama walinzi I know for me he made me a watchman Najua mimi ameneka kwa mlinzi You might ask like what is a watchman Unaweza kujiuliza mlinzi ni nani Back in like the 1817s Ah miaka 700 huko nyuma They had like castles Ilikuwa kama kuna majengo majumba They had this tower Na kwenye majumba yalikuwa na mnara A person sits on a tower Na kwenye ule mnara mtu anakaa juu And that person can see everything of the land Na huyu mtu anayekaa juu anaona nchi yote If they see a attack happen the person on the tower Anapoona watu wanakuja kuvamia ule mji huyu mtu anayekaa juu Nobody on the land will see the uh, the enemy coming. Kumbuka kwamba hakuna mtu hapa chini anaweza kaona adui anapokuja. It's only the watchman. Lakini ni huyu mtu anayekaa juu ndiye anayeona. Kwa hiyo anaona kila kitu kinachoendelea hapa. Something happens he warned the people. Kwa hiyo kitu kinachotokea anawapatia taarifa hao watu. That's what I'm doing right now. Wapendwa mimi na wewe ndio wewe sasa hivi. You might not see everything that's happening. Inawezekana huoni kila jambo linalotokea. But the Lord revealed to me that a lot of things are happening. Lakini nataka nikwambie kwamba Bwana amenifunulia kuna mambo mengi yanatokea sasa hivi. That time is running out. Wapendwa muda umekwisha. And he said go warn the people. Na Bwana anatuambia twende tukawaonye watu. If you go warn the people. Na ukienda kuwaonya watu huko. And they do not receive you. Wasipokupokea. The blood is off your hand. Damu iko mikononi mwao. But if you go do if you do not warn Lakini wao usipokwenda na mimi nisipokwenda and they die in their sins wakifa kwenye dhambi zao I'm a hold that on your account maana yake wewe utadaiwa because I already gave you a word kwa sababu bwana ametupatia neno sisi tunatajika lazima twende God's heart moyo wa mungu for everybody to be saved wa kila mtu lazima aokoke 
The Bible says, Biblia inasema, in 2 Peter chapter 3, uh, uh, verse 9, uh, God is not willing that any man should perish. But all. I want everybody to repeat all. All shall be saved. God's heart for everyone to be saved. But God wants to use you. Lakini Mungu anataka kutumie wewe. He, not just, he, just, he just don't want you to sit in the church. He wants you to be active. You don't have to be a, a preacher. Like myself or Pastor Lydia. But we all have a responsibility. God can use you. Right now. You don't have to achieve something to be used. God can use you now. So one of the points I want to make, God will speak through you. All the pressure is off you. <laughs> All you have to do is share the gospel. And allow the Holy Spirit to do the rest. I'm a prime example of that. I come from America. I've only been saved for six and a half years. Six, 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 yeah, six years. Years. <laughs> And God's doing something in the spirit. He is supernaturally accelerating everybody's life. Everybody that will get saved and have got saved is a supernatural acceleration. For myself, I had an encounter with God in 2015. Yeah, 2015. And I was living in a state in America called Florida. Florida, the weather is just like here. And, I, and I'm originally from North Carolina, in a state called North Carolina. It's eight hours north of Florida. My family uh, is Christian, but it's, it's religion. Nobody have a relationship with Jesus. Until now, my family are coming to Christ. But for me, when I was growing up, I never had a relationship with Jesus. So when I went to college, I, I started to party. I started to drink alcohol. And I, and I dropped out of college. But I went back to college. And I got my degree. And business. And I moved to Florida. 
And in the natural, na kwa kawaida, I had everything. Nikawa na kila kitu. I had money in my bank account. Nilikuwa na fedha kwenye account yangu benki. I had my own car. Nikawa na gari yangu binafsi. I had my own apartment. Nikawa na nyumba yangu ya kuishi. And I was getting my master's degree. Na nikaanza sasa kufanya degree yangu ya pili. But I used to go down to Orlando. Lakini nikaamua kuhama tena kwa mji mwingine wa Orlando and drink and party. Na nataka nikwambie nikawa sasa ni mlevi sana na masherehe mengi. And inside of my heart. Lakini moyoni mwangu ndani, I was lost. Nilipotea kabisa. None of those things were bringing me happiness. Ya kwamba mambo haya yote hayakuleta furaha ndani ya moyo wangu. So this went on for six months. I used to go downtown, party, drink alcohol. I was making good grades in school, but that na, didn't matter. Na kwangu mimi masuala ya elimu na kusoma kwa mimi hayakuwa na maana. Until one night and in the month of April. Lakini siku moja ilikuwa mwezi wa 4. I went down to Orlando. Nikashuka nikaenda Orlando and I went to a bar. Nikaenda bar and I had a drink of alcohol in my hand. Na nikawa na na glassi mkononi mwangu. And after I had a drink. Kwao nikawa na glassi ile. I only drunk half of it. Na nishakunywa mebasha bakia nusu. Nikaitupa kule. I am tired in my heart of partying and drinking. Yaani nikasema moyo wangu umechoka katika mambo haya. And I went home to my apartment. Nikarudi nyumbani kwangu tena. And I sat in my car. Nikajiambia moyoni. And all these thoughts was going through my mind. Na kila kitu mawazo mengi kichwani mwangu yanaendelea. I'm making good grades in master's uh, school. Nikiwa darasani nafanya vizuri. I have my own car. Nina gari. I have money in the bank account. Nina fedha benki. At the time I had a girlfriend. Na 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 rafiki wa kike msichana naye. We was thinking about getting married. Sasa nafikiria mzuri. So everything in the I thought like. Kwa hiyo kibinda. My life is going good now. Najua maisha yangu yako super hivi. But inside of my heart was telling me all the boy. Tani ya moyo wangu ulikuwa mtupu. I was really depressed. Kwa kweli nilikatishwa tamaa sana. Because without Jesus. Wapendwa bila ya Yesu. You do not have life. Maisha huna. The Bible says, Biblia nasema, if you have Jesus, you have life. Kama unaye Yesu basi na uzima. If you do not have Jesus, na you don't have life. Na Yesu manake huna uzima. Is that simple? Wapendwa ni rahisi tu hivyo. A billionaire in America, billionaire wa kule Marekani, without Jesus, kama hana Yesu, is poor. Ni masikini. They might be rich. Inawezekana kweli ni tajiri. In the physical, katika ulimwengu wa kimacho, lakini ndani ya roho zao, ni masikini. So I don't believe the lies. Nataka nikwambie usiamini uongo wa shetani. People driving Lamborghinis and watu wana magari Lamborghini, Maferrari, magari mazuri. They look like their life is stressed. Wanajua maisha kawaida they look like they don't have no worries but trust me I, I'm from America those people are lost if they don't accept Jesus they're going to go to hell and that's the exact thing that was going to happen I was going to hell but I have good news as I was thinking of those thoughts I started to cry. And the presence of God came to my heart. And I heard a voice. And he called me by name. And he said, Roderick. Give me. 100%. 100%. 
Now, Sasa, I wasn't a Christian. But only person I heard of when growing up was Jesus. But I can't describe the presence of God in my heart. He didn't convict me of like, when I was partying. He didn't bring no condemnation to me. He didn't bring up my past. All he said was, Roger, give me 100%. And when I heard those words, I agreed and said, indeed. Yes, true. And when I did that, my heart was full. And all my desires left. I no longer wanted to drink alcohol. I no longer wanted to party. I, I no longer was depressed. Everything from that moment going forward. I just wanted Jesus. And I told people I had an encounter with Jesus. That, that what the people need in Zanzibar. They need an encounter with Jesus. The encounter changes everything. But it takes a person to warn them. It, it, it takes a person to tell them the good news of the gospel. See, in Christianity today, a lot of people have to understand the Holy Spirit is moving. Do not get in the way of the Holy Spirit. Because you look at my life now. In 2011. An older white man came to me and told me about Jesus. I was working at a hotel. I was not saved. And he walked in and told me about Jesus. And I, he prayed for me. I prayed with him. Then he walked away and said, I see you in heaven. I'm like, what? I'm not saved. <laughs> then he walked but that was 2011. The Lord didn't speak to me until 2015. That's four years. Of me, of the Holy Spirit, working in my heart. I got a lot of more details to share. But I'm not going to share right now. <laughs> but do not get in the way of the Holy Spirit. That older man, do not know I'm standing here today. He warned me four years ago. You need to give your life to Jesus. 
maisha yako na mimi sikumsikiliza pale lakini roho mtakatifu alikuwa anatembea ndani ya moyo wangu na hata leo pia ya kwamba roho mtakatifu anatembea kwenye maisha ya watu unachotakiwa kufanya tu lazima uende na useme ya kwamba Yesu anawapenda muda umeisha ya kwamba mfalme wa falme anarudi lazima mtubu sasa na mpe bwana Yesu maisha yenu amen amen hallelujah hallelujah So you got to remember one thing. Wapendwa ni lazima ukumbuke jambo moja. In the Bible. Katika Biblia. Katika Luka sura ya 10. Verse 16. Mstari wa 16. Jesus said. Bwana Yesu anasema, whoever listens to you. Yoyote atakayewasikiliza. Listens to me. Amenisikiliza mimi. And whoever rejects. Na yoyote atakayewakataa. Is actually rejecting me. Kabisa hakika amenikataa. And whoever rejects me. Na yoyote
I have to work. While it's day. Because the night is coming. When no man can work. So I want to tell you right now. There's still time. As you can tell, it's daylight. The darkness has not come yet. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means everybody. That's everybody. So when you walk outside, Jesus died for everybody. You can't pick that person like, I need to share the gospel with that person. When that person right there don't need you. That person needs you. When that person don't need you. No, all of them need you. Everybody need to hear the gospel. Because Jesus is coming back. Yes, You have to also know that your duty as a Christian. You cumulate to come on Christo. Is more important than the president of Zanzibar. It's more important than the president of Tanzania. My job is more important than the president of the United States. We serve a king. There's only one king. We only bow to one king. And that name, his name is Jesus. The Bible says in Revelation 20 that he's coming back to earth to rule and reign for 1,000 years. And if you are born again, you get to rule and reign with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good news. Yes, the is coming. Yes, the So I want to share with, with you a story. For the past two weeks, we had uh, these outreaches. The plan was just to invite people over for fellowship. But what I say earlier, the Holy Spirit is moving. So our plan was to invite the Muslims over, have worship, maybe pray for them. <laughs> if they got any questions, answer your questions. So we went out and invited everybody. And we walked through the door. And we, no we noticed like 30 or 40 Muslims are, are standing there. And everybody said, where are all these people coming from? We only invited a couple people. But the Holy Spirit, I promise you, if you was there, the Holy Spirit himself brought those people. So we asked him, who's going to share the gospel? I said, here am I. I'm so all of them sat down on the ground. And each one of us gave our testimony. And I was able to give the invitation for them to receive Jesus. And when I did that, Muslims started coming to Christ. Ten people received Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the plan was 
the next week to invite the 10 people that got saved back to the house so we can start discipleship. So if they have any questions, so they can, we can answer their questions. But only four people showed up from last week. And about 20 or more new people showed up. I was like, the plan was to start discipling the people that got saved. But the Holy Spirit has another plan. He knows the time is running out. And everybody needs to hear the gospel. Right now. It was four guys I remember. It was on a peaky peaky in, in an area down the street from the house. I said, oh, I can go invite those four guys. So, so I started to walk to that area. And I noticed the area that they was at last week was empty. I said, where do these guys go? They always be here. <laughs> so I started thinking in my mind. The Holy Spirit must have put them there. They must have had something in their heart that said, we need to park our peaky peaky here. And we started walk past and invite them. I think one or two of those guys received Jesus. Some of them left. But, but, but the point I'm trying to make. All you have to do. Is warn the people. All you have to do is tell them. You don't have to be in the way of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to do the job. You share the gospel. The Holy Spirit works with you. And the Holy Spirit changes a person's heart. He can't, he can't save nobody. Only Jesus can save you. But our duty, your duty, is just to share. Because they need to hear about it. Amen. 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 Another thing I want to uh, talk about as well. It's important for you to finish your race. Apostle Paul talked about this. In 2 Timothy. Chapter 4. Verse 7. He said this. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the, the crown of righteousness. Righteousness. <laughs> Which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. What day? The day of Jesus Christ's return. And not only to me, but also to everyone who loves his appearance. See, right now, in heaven there's a cloud of witnesses. People that already finished their race. People that's already in heaven. The, the greats of Apostle Paul, the, the Peter, the, the Apostle, everybody that you read in the Bible is looking down from heaven. And they're watching you. And they're telling you to keep going. They're telling you to don't quit. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are like. 
You're going to focus on the circumstances. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. See, the enemy, he come and he sends signs of lying wonders. The enemy lies to you. And he'll tell you, like, oh, you're not a child of God. He'll tell you, oh, you're not an ambassador. He'll tell you, oh, you're not born again. He tell you not seated with Christ in He tell you all these lies. But no, the truth is that you are seated with Christ right now. We're not waiting to get to heaven. You can't experience heaven on earth today. Maybe you walk through these doors and you have a spirit of fear. Are you are you struggling with a sin? Today, you can be set free. You can walk out of those doors with peace. The Prince of Peace is Jesus. Today, you can have perfect peace. You might say perfect peace. Isaiah chapter 26. Verse 3. He said he would keep you in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed upon him. So you have to keep your mind on Jesus. In America, it's a lot of crazy things that happen. Last year, my pastor in America got arrested. He got arrested for keeping his church open, open during Corona. Like I said, there's no spirit of fear in the body of Christ. It doesn't matter what virus might come. He said, he who dwells in the secret place. Who will be protected in the secret place. The Bible says a thousand may fall on our side. Ten thousand at our right hand. But it will not come near us. Hallelujah. You are a bastard of Christ. Earth is not your home. You are only here on the assignment. Your, your heart is beating right now because God has an assignment for you. are not here to do nothing. Everybody here has a job to do. You might not be a preacher, but you can do something. If you're a teacher, teach. Philippians chapter 2. 13 to 14. 
wa Filipi 2:13 nitasoma nasema kwa maana ndiye Mungu atendaye kazi ndani yenu kutaka kwa kwenu na kutenda kwenu kwa kulitimiza kusudi lake jema na yatendeni ya, ya mambo yote pasipo manunguniko wala mashindano wa, wa, ma, pasipo manunguniko wala mashindano Nimesema wa Filipi 2:13-14 Amen 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 So one thing Apostle Paul said Kitu kingine mtume Paulo anaongea So one thing I do Three, yeah, three. Yes, yeah, so, no, it's three. It's three, yes, yeah, three, sorry. Sorry. Three. So, Samaan, so, Philippians. Apologize. Diko. So reread it. Philippians. Three. <laughs> That's why I said. <laughs> Ila natenda neno moja tu nikiasahau ya yaliyo nyuma nikiachuchumilia yaliyo mbele na kaza mwendo nifikie mede ya thawabu ya wito mkuu wa Mungu katika Kristo Yesu. Amen. Amen. So there's a prize for everyone. Wapendwa, kuna mede kuna thawabu kwa kila mtu. That's born again. Kwa watu waliokoka, do you know? I remember a couple of days ago. 
We went to visit this cave. Where they used to hide the slaves temporarily. And they took the slaves from the cave and took them to the slave chambers. But we went in this cave. And we had our flashlights. And he's the man that was uh, showing us around. He said, I told you, I want you to, everybody cut off their lights. And it was pitch black. It was so dark that you actually feel the darkness. And I, I just felt so thankful that I'm born again. That's why it's so important when you give, give your life to Jesus. Right now. Because not only in hell is darkness, but people are getting tormented. It was so dark I couldn't see my hand right here. It was so dark I just wanted to stand still. And I was just waiting for them to turn on the light. But some people right now are, are in hell right now waiting for somebody to turn on the light. But the light will never be turned on. It's only Jesus. They had their chance here on earth. But they rejected that chance. That's why it's so important for us to warn the people. It's so, it's more, it's so important for you to be born again. If you have a dark doubts in your heart that you're born again, today is your day. God loves you so much. And you say, do God really love me? Yes, I just read, read the verse. John chapter 3. Verse 16. For God so loved the world. You are part of the world. And he sent his only son. He only had one son. He bankrupt heaven for, for us. Jesus humbled himself. Yes, he was already king. And he said, I will go down for you. Because if Jesus never came, we'll be lost for eternity. Everybody will be going to But you have to make a decision today. Joel chapter 3. Verse 14. It says, Multitudes and multitudes are in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Who's in that valley of decision? It's everybody who hasn't given their life to Jesus. You have to make a decision today. The Bible says now it's a day. It's a day See, the devil wants to lie to you and say, give your life to Jesus next year. Then when you get the next year, he will say, give your life to Jesus next year. His duty is for you to not accept Jesus. 
Jesus. And if you do accept Jesus, his duty is for you to not be used by God. He doesn't care if you just sit in church and listen to the priest. He won't mess with you. But as soon as you get out of your chair and go outside and start to share the gospel, then you become a threat to hell. My ultimate goal is to be number one on hell's watch list. I want hell to know my name. I want hell to see when I wake up, oh, Roderick has woken. Why? Because I know my identity in Christ. And I want you to know your identity in Christ. Because great is he that's in you. That he is in the world. Hallelujah. You have to know who you are in Christ. But if you don't, if you're not saved and born again, you don't know. In those in that scripture, I want to read real fast. Ezekiel. It says this. In Ezekiel. I'm just. I didn't put the verse. All right. Just translate. It was in there. Right. Oh, eleven. Chapter. Verse eleven. Chapter. Thirty-three. Verse eleven. Nitasoma Ezekiel kitabu chetu sura ya 33 mstari wa 11. Inasema waambie kama mimi nisivyo kama mimi nisivyo kama mimi nilivyo kama mimi niishivyo asema Bwana Mungu sikufurahii kufa kwake mtu mwovu bali akhairi mtu mwovu na kuiacha njia yake mbaya akaishi akaishi gairini Rairini mkaache njia zenu mbaya mbona mnataka kufa enyi nyumba ya Israeli See it says in the word that God does not take any pleasure from the death of the wicked. He doesn't take no pleasure from somebody dying and going to hell. Like I told you, he's willing that no man should perish. Yesterday, Jana, I was at Padre Beach. And I was walking to get my headphones. And this one guy on the beach walked up to me. And he said, hey, how's it going? Man, we started to have a conversation. Then he said, do you have you want some smoke? Right, we. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we I have something better than we. He was like, really you have something better than we? I said, yes, I have something better than we. I said, yes, I, I wake up happy. I wake, I wake up high. I wake up with peace. He said, I want to hear about that. Something's better than we? I said, in deal. <laughs> and he said, what is that? I said, his name is Jesus. He said, oh, I, I heard of Jesus. I said, oh, you only heard of Jesus. I know Jesus. I had a encounter with Jesus. Let me share with you. He said, okay. So on the beach. 
shared the gospel with him. He gave him my testimony. He said, oh, I'm a Muslim. I said, have you read Injil? He said, no, I haven't heard read it. But my dad has read the Bible. I said, do you know right now? There's no coincidence that I'm right here with you. I said, we can agree on one thing. That we're going to die one day. That you're going to die one day. He said, yes. <laughs> where, where, where are you going to go? That's the question. Because I told him, I said, look at the ocean. The God of heaven. Who created all of this. Loves you so much. That he sent your own, his only son. Jesus. And he's not just a prophet. He's the Messiah. He's the Savior of the world. He put your sin on the cross. He became your sacrifice. So you can stand in front of God. And right, with right stand in front of him. Because I told him. The wages of sin. Is death. But the gift of God. Is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ. Our Lord. Amen. 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 So if we commit one sin, in God's eyes, we're worthy of death. One sin, the wages of sin is death. So we need a mediator. And I told him when Adam and Eve fell, sin came into the earth. And it separated man from God. And we needed a mediator. And you need a mediator. Because you, if you stand in front of God right now, in your sin, you're not going to heaven. So you need to be born again. You need to become a new creation. You need to repent. Basically, repentance is you just going the opposite direction. You know, you're walking this way, and you repent of your sin. Give up your life, you die to yourself, and you walk the other way. And you walk in newness of life. God, if Jesus died for us, so we can no longer live for ourselves. But we can live from Him. Who died for us? So it's all about Jesus. And I told him that. He said, okay. I'm going to read the Bible. And I, and I got his number. But what's the point I'm trying to make? All we have to do is warn the people. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to do his job. I'm a promise apple of that. I told you, an older man in 2011 told me about Jesus. But I did not give my life to Jesus until 2015. So it was four years of the Holy Spirit. Do not get in the way of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is working with you. He's moving with you. So, to conclude, I want everybody to just bow your head and close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes. The Bible says, Biblia na sema, it's appointed for man once to die. And after this, the judgment. The Bible says, Biblia na sema, he said this in Deuteronomy. 
chapter 30, verse 19. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Today, I want you to choose life. God himself said, choose life. Do not choose death. I just said the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Today you can walk out of those doors with peace with God. If you don't have peace with God, today is your day. The Bible says, if you're not born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. It's about being a new creation. It's about surrendering 100% of Jesus. And when you surrender 100% of Jesus, everything changed. Your whole life changed. My whole life changed. The Lord took me around the world. Zanzibar is my home. Six years ago, I did not even know Zanzibar existed. But God knew. So that shows you right there. That he has a plan for your life. A perfect plan for your life. But you have to surrender 100% to Jesus. And today can be your day. If you never surrender your life to Jesus. Today is your day. If you was serving Jesus. But something happened. Maybe you had a family member that died. Maybe you lost your job and you don't have money. And you stopped serving Jesus. I want to tell you good news today. That he never left you. He was right there the whole time. And he's calling you home today. It doesn't matter what sin you have committed. You need to repent and come home. And maybe also. You just don't have confidence. In your heart that you have eternal life. You don't have confidence that if I die right now, I'll go to heaven. Like maybe the devil is lying to you. And tell you all kinds of lies. And you don't know if you have eternal life. I want to give you an opportunity today. To surrender your heart to Jesus afresh. To receive the Holy Spirit. And now, if that's you, if you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, or you want to rededicate your life back to Jesus, or you want to have confidence that you have eternal life today, I want you to raise your hand. If that's anybody in here. Anybody. Anybody. I'm going to give you an opportunity one more time. Like I told you in the message. Time is running out. So I want you to walk out of those doors. With peace with God. With confidence with God. Knowing that all sin. All unforgiveness. Everything has been uh, washed away by God. That you have repented of everything. 
And I'm going to give one more opportunity. Because plenty of people heard the call. And said, I will give my life to Jesus next week. And they went outside. And something happened to them and they died. And they never had the opportunity. So I'm adamant. I'm, I'm uh, have a sense of urgency in my spirit to make sure everybody in this building have peace with God, have surrendered their life to Jesus 100%. So one more time, if that's you, I just want, to, want you to raise your hand. Anybody? Amen. Amen, that's good. That means everybody surrendered their life to Jesus. Amen. Everybody, you can uh, lift up your head to that right now. They can lift up their head. Asante, Asante. I believe the Holy Spirit is moving on people's heart. So if you're dealing with anything and you need prayer for anything, I want to pray for a couple of people. One of the important things to remember what to know is the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You're not going to be able to do nothing without the Holy Spirit. Without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Without the fire of the Holy of God. You're not going to be able to accomplish the things that He has for you. And the world is getting more is getting worse. And we need to have you know uh, the fire of God. To accomplish the assignment God has on our life. Jesus told the disciples, before you do anything, I want you to wait for the Holy Spirit. He said, do not do anything. Don't go witness to nobody. Don't go warn anybody about me. I want you to wait until the Holy Spirit comes. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, He's going to fill you with His Spirit. He's going to fill you with power. And you're going and the evidence is going to be speaking in another language, in tongues. But a fire will hit your spirit like never before. And if you have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, today is your day. If you have received it, 
The Bible also says, be filled, be filled. Being filled, like getting filled even more. It's like a refreshment. So it's important for you to be filled with the Spirit. If you raise your hand, just come to the front. Mungu Kuanzia Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, mpaka mwisho wa nchi mtakupokea nguvu. Mtapokea nguvu. Hebu wengine tusimame, hebu tusimame wote kanisa busimama. Simama. Let us stand all. Just let us stand. Let us stand. Tutamwalika mke wangu tatu nyimbo moja ya kuabudu. Kama hujapokea ujazo wa nguvu za Roho Mtakatifu. Nasema nataka nipate ujazo wa nguvu za Roho Mtakatifu. Karibu Lydia, pate nyimbo moja ya kuabudu pate nyimbo moja kuabudu nataka tuombe ujazo wa nguvu za Roho Mtakatifu. Maandiko yanasema ya kwamba tunapokea nguvu ujazo wa Roho Mtakatifu kwa kulisikia neno la Mungu, tunapokea ujazo wa Roho Mtakatifu kulisikia neno la Mungu, kusikia we receive the power of Holy Spirit by hearing the word of God, by laying of our hands, kuwekea mikono wanajazo wa tuna nguvu za Roho Mtakatifu. Holy Spirit Touch these women right now Fill them with your fire Let them never be the same again I pray a holy boldness upon them I pray they (laughs) Will be strong in the Lord so when I lay my hands, the Bible says, you shall be filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in new tongues. So you will be able to f- fulfill what God has called you to do with boldness. You won't have a spirit of fear on you. Be bold to witness. Like never before. You see the life of Peter. Before he gave before he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. 
He denied Jesus three times. But when he received the baptism, he kicked open the door and preached his first sermon. What happened? It was the, it was the power of the Holy Spirit that came upon Peter's life. And we read about him now in the Bible. And my goal is for you, to people for, the people that read about you, about what you have done here in Zanzibar. But it's going to take the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Keep the music, you can keep singing. Feel them right now, Jesus. 